Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We've been reading in the book of Joshua. Last time we read Joshua chapter 3, and Israel crossed over the Jordan. You might remember the priests. They carried the Ark of the Covenant out into the Jordan, and the Jordan just kind of stacked up in a spiritual show of God's power, just like a, a dam holding the waters back until they all crossed on dry land. Now, we're ready to read Joshua chapter 4. I am reading in the Amplified Bible. So it was, when all the nation had finished crossing the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, Take for yourselves the twelve men chosen from among the people, one man from each tribe, and command them, Pick up for yourselves twelve stones, one each from here out of the midst of the Jordan, from the place where the priest's feet are standing firm. Carry them over with you and lay them down at the place where you will spend the night tonight. Now notice they're each, each man is to pick up one stone and that's going to make twelve total. Then Joshua called the twelve men whom he had appointed from the sons of Israel, one man for each tribe, and Joshua said to them, Cross over again to the ark of the Lord your God into the midst of the Jordan, and each of you take up a stone on his shoulder according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Israel, so that this may be a sign among you when your children ask later, What do these stones mean to you? Then you shall say to them that the waters of the Jordan were cut off before the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord when it crossed the Jordan. The waters of the Jordan were cut off. So these stones shall become a memorial for Israel forever. So they're going to pick up some pretty big stones and they're going to carry them on their shoulder. That's the idea. So it's a probably a good size rock, you know, so that they can stack these together and create this memorial. So the twelve men chosen from the sons of Israel did as Joshua commanded and took up twelve stones out of the midst of the Jordan according to the number of the tribes of the sons of Israel, just as the Lord had spoken to Joshua And they carried them over with them to the place where they were spending the night and put them down there. Then Joshua set up a second monument of twelve stones in the midst of the Jordan at the place where the feet of the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant were standing, and they are there to this day. For the priests who carried the Ark were standing in the midst of the Jordan until everything was finished that the Lord had commanded Joshua to tell the people, in accordance with everything that Moses had commanded Joshua. The people hurried and crossed the dry riverbed, and when all the people had finished crossing, the ark of the Lord and the priests crossed over in the presence of the people, the sons of Reuben and the sons of Gad and half the tribe of Manasseh crossed over armed for battle before the other sons of Israel, just as Moses had spoken to them. About 40,000 men, armed and equipped for war, crossed for battle before the Lord to the desert plains of Jericho. 
on that day, the Lord magnified and exalted Joshua in the sight of all Israel. So they feared him with profound awe and reverence, just as they had feared Moses all the days of his life. Now the Lord said to Joshua, Order the priests carrying the Ark of the Testimony to come up out of the Jordan. So Joshua commanded the priests, saying, Come up out of the Jordan. When the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord had come up from the midst of the Jordan, and the soles of their feet were raised up to the dry land, the waters of the Jordan returned to their place and flowed over all its banks as before. Now the people came up from the Jordan on the tenth day of the first month and encamped at Gilgal on the eastern border of Jericho. And those twelve stones which they had taken from the Jordan, Joshua set up in Gilgal. He said to the sons of Israel, When your children ask their fathers in time to come, What do these stones mean? Then you shall let your children know, Israel crossed this Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan for you until you crossed over, just as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up before us until we had crossed. So that all the peoples of the earth may know, without any doubt, and acknowledge that the hand of the Lord is mighty and extraordinarily powerful, so that you will fear the Lord your God and obey and worship him with profound awe and reverence forever. So much like we have monuments today denoting historical events in our country, they were creating a smaller monument, but still a monument. They were creating a memorial And they actually created two. They created one in the river, then they created one where they were camping to show that they had taken these stones, these big stones, out of the river because God had held the waters back, or they say dried up the waters. But the the original description in chapter 3 is more like he held the waters back and made the the ground dry for them, the riverbed dry. Because if you think about it, If you just held the waters back and then you had to go through all this mud, that would be very difficult. But what God does is he pushes the waters back and he dries the ground so that they can walk across on dry ground. However you want to look at him doing that, that's what he did. Now, I may not be stating it the best. You might prefer to say that differently in a better way, and that's perfectly fine. Regardless of how you say it, that's what God did for them. He did that at the Red Sea. And he does that again here at the Jordan. And it's good for us to note that God did that twice the same way. He did that for Moses. He did that for Joshua and always for the children of Israel, his people. And I believe that God is still active in our lives today. And he is still doing things for us, making it possible for us to cross from our bad past life into a better new life. I think God is that God of change, that God of bettering and improving our lot. And his providence is what does that for us. His, when we are faithful in serving him, when we 
are following the Lord and trying to be more like our Savior, then we have that providence of God who's helping us to get from the wrong side of the river to the better side of the river. You know, he's helping us to move forward and improve our lives. So I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May the Lord bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.